The following podcast contains artistic liberties, sexual characters, and outdated language. Basically, all the dark stuff. Hello and welcome to Kids From Yesterday, the podcast where we talk about all things emo, and you're here with your regular hosts. I'm Courtney. And I'm Danny. Wait, what? So this week we don't have Clodo with us. She um, went to Hot Topic, probably. Died. She died. <laughs> oh my god, that's grim. <laughs> she, um, she's gone to Hot Topic and we're afraid it's terminal. She will return at the end of the month and we'll be back to our usual programming. Um, but it was Clodo's idea that we maybe get a guest host in. So, um, I mean, she suggested I do an episode by myself, which I thought was a terrible idea because who the hell is going to shut me up if I talk too much? Um, so... I approached Danny and asked her if she wouldn't mind maybe reading a fan fiction she wrote. So if you don't know Danny, and um, you're from Ireland, you probably do. She's the rebel lipstick on Twitter. She's a makeup artist. Um, and I don't know, style icon. She's looking at me real funny and <laughs> laughing. But uh, style icon, icon, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know, Danny. why don't you tell us more about you? Oh, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I hate this kind of thing. Um... <laughs> Ah, fuck, I don't know. Is that <laughs> we're going fuck, with? I don't know. <laughs> I'm Danny, and I'm 30 this year, but I am still an emo, and always will be. 29-year-old emo. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> this is Danny. She's a 29-year-old emo, and she is going to read us. Um, what is your fanfiction? <sighs> it's called I Brought You My Bullets, You Brought Me Your Love. Written in 2004. Yes, we definitely need to preface this by saying that I wrote this in about 2004, 2005. So I was 14 or 15 at the time. So, I mean, I was going to say don't judge me. Definitely judge me. Like, it's absolutely hilarious. But just don't think that I wrote this last week and think it's any good. (laughs) (laughs) It was written by an actual teenager. I feel like this is something really important that when you get into your late 20s, you should absolutely be able to look back on stuff you did in your early teens and go, oh my God, what was I thinking? Because like, if you are... Danny's age when she wrote this now and you're writing fan fiction and you're like oh don't want to be embarrassed by myself when I'm older fucking still do it like that's that's you know how else are you gonna make a podcast if you don't it's have stuff to absolutely to. hilarious yeah <laughs> so this is a Frank and Jared fanfic yeah but not one of those creepy ones where they like have sex not so the- it's, it's not erotic friend fiction <laughs> no it's an erotic friend fiction story that I just wrote this is it's like a love story, star-crossed lovers, who am I going to choose kind of thing. Right. <laughs> so um, I knew this existed because she's told me about it before, um, but I haven't read it. So you sent it to me and I refused. I was like, no, we're doing this on the podcast. So I've seen little bits of it, but I actually have no idea what's going to happen. Um, and I know that we've said on this podcast many a time 
that um, I'm always talking about being really drunk at gigs and then saying I don't have a drink problem. I don't have a drink problem, but I am drinking right now because I thought this is probably the only way to get through this. Yes, so, and I definitely recommend everyone at home to have a drink now as well yeah. because you're going to need it to listen to this. Honestly, just like take a shot every time you laugh and... Maybe Hopefully no- don't die. <laughs> and also maybe nobody will get to the end. So you were saying before as well that this doesn't have a particular ending. You just stop writing it. Yeah. Um, so I uploaded it on this website called Quizilla, which was a big thing back in the day for fanfics. It started out as a quiz website where you could do like, you know, what kind of jeans are you? Or like, what <laughs> kind of jeans are you? <laughs> or, you know, what shot should you buy at the bar? Or like you could create your own quizzes basically. But for some reason, loads of people just started writing fanfiction on it. So you used to kind of add in a few kind of quiz bits to it. So you'd be like, how do you feel about this thing that just happened? And then give several answers and stuff like that. But Quizilla shut down. And I found this on another website that I had uploaded it to because obviously I wanted to share it as much as possible so everybody could read it. But I have edited it without the question and answer section. Right. But just, I don't know if it kind of comes across like the writing style is a bit weird. It's because it was kind of in a quiz format at one stage. (laughs) I'm fascinated by this. This this is fan fiction. Erotic friend fiction that used to be a quiz. But now, how am I supposed to know what kind of jeans I am? Deprived me. You were definitely black skinny emo jeans. Right, I still am. From Hot Topic. That's that's what I am. That's where Clota is. No. We miss you. She's red jeans. She, is she? She always talks about wearing red jeans. Yeah, she, she is red je- Yeah, and I'm black skinny jeans. That's I actually did, in the last episode I talked about how I was going to dye my hair black. I did, except it's fucking green. <laughs> there's been... A, there's, it's so sad. It's like a sewage black. Yeah, it's... it's No, it's like a minty green, kind of. But it's over my normal hair colour, so it just looks really fucking weird. It's fine in dark lighting, <laughs> where nobody can tell. And luckily it's dark in Dark Basement HQ. Yeah, so nobody nobody knows. We, You you wouldn't have known it was green if I hadn't told you. So Exactly. We're just sitting here in the dark drinking. <laughs> drinking. Hoping. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you ready? I'll never be ready. <laughs> are you guys ready? Because <clears throat> I don't think I am. Nobody will ever be ready. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Chapter one. You tighten your grip on the metal bar, the only thing saving you from crashing to a painful death. No, you aren't in some dramatic life or death situation. You're simply on a roller coaster. (laughs) We're off to a good start. The bar, the only thing that stops you from dying. That's that's probably anatomically incorrect. This is like something that I took out of English in like primary school was like you always have to start a book or a story in a really dramatic way to get people hooked straight away. So I mean that's not wrong. It has stuck with me through my whole life. <laughs> that isn't wrong. That is like that's I mean Danny writes and I write as well and that is actually still a Please don't judge my writing based on this. Yeah, this is Danny, Danny is now a twenty nine year old emo and she is much better at this than she was then. Same way as if I ever delve back into my fanfiction, I'm pretty sure I would cry. <laughs> Okay. You're scared out of your wits as it spins 360 degrees. You resist the urge to throw up and you look helplessly at the person in the seat beside you. It's your best friend, Corey. His dark bangs are flailing in front of his face with each spin and he turns to you with a grin. This fucking rocks, he yells, his voice getting drowned out by the screams of the two blonde preppy girls sitting behind you. 
Yeah, no kidding, you scream back, but inside you're shaking. You can't <laughs> believe he dragged you on this ride. Of every ride in the whole park, he brings you on this one. You sigh. It's almost like a metaphor. Almost. <laughs> okay, first of all, Corey. Is it Corey Taylor? Or just <laughs> No, no, it is just a guy, guy called Corey, but definitely named after Corey Taylor. Right, okay. Um, I'd also like to point out that when I was younger, I always used to think that everything had to be Americanized because I was uploading it to an American website. Yes. Even though people from all over the world would read it, I had to make everything like preppy and bangs. And so, yeah, I apologize for that in advance, but this is very Americanized. <laughs> I do understand that, though. I think I did the same thing. Like, I did write fanfiction back in the day, but it was like Twilight and 90210 fanfiction. <laughs> yeah. No, remember the reboot of 90210? Yeah. Yeah, I wrote like a bunch of like Twilight 90210 crossover fic. It was very niche. Yes, I imagine so. <laughs> so um, that was the thing, but I I didn't I would have like written that very Americanized as well. I think because I was writing about American things. So yeah. if you were writing about American bands, you were like, oh my god, gotta get better get lose my eyes and get my Z's out. Like, <laughs> I was like, if I write fringe instead of bangs, nobody will know what I mean. <laughs> I we actually have quite a few listeners from America, so. Um, Hopefully you understand this. <laughs> I hope you understand what we're talking about. No. But like, I'm sure they're probably wondering, like, why is that a thing? <laughs> See, I always thought because we grew up with American TV that we had to, like, we understood all the Americanisms, but that Americans didn't grow up with Irish TV, so they wouldn't understand Irishisms. Yeah, and like, sense. yeah, they wouldn't understand. I mean, Irish people primarily speak British English, even though there are massive differences. So our spelling and stuff is British English. So we keep our eyes. We don't use Z everywhere. <laughs> There's no Z's out for the lads. Like, it's all S's and stuff. Um, and we, like, use in colour. No random... Like, stuff like that we understood and we've always understood. And I think even, like, books and stuff, you get American editions here as much as you would get UK editions of stuff. So that was a pretty standard belief. <laughs> Everything must be Americanized because nobody will understand. Basically. So back to the metaphor. Sorry, almost metaphor. Since Corey sprang into your life, it has been like a roller coaster. When you were 19, your family moved here to New Jersey and you met Corey when you found a job at a local coffee bar. You spilled coffee all over him accidentally. He was really nice about it at the time and you began talking after that, instantly hitting it off as friends. Now, four years later, yeah, you're 23. You are still best buds. Corey had helped you through a lot. When your parents divorced, when your mom, who you live with, remarried, when she gave birth to a little demon stepbrother named Richie, Without Corey, you swear you'd have killed yourself by now, but he was always there with a grin on his face to cheer you up and help you out. I really love that, like, 14-year-old Danny was like, oh, when you're 23, you live at home. Like, you predicted yes. the, the, the current <laughs> crisis. 14-year-old <laughs> <laughs> Danny was a prophet. <laughs> I'd also like to point out that that was some crazy four years where her parents got divorced, remarried, had a baby. <laughs> wow, It all happened years. very quickly. <laughs> and, like, she just was like, oh, I live here, so I can't leave. <laughs> Basically. Having Corey around was always crazy, though he could be incredibly spontaneous at times. Before you met him, you were a very quiet, you were a very reserved, quiet type of girl. But now, well, now you had black hair to your shoulders, which was in dreadlocks, and which had many electric blue dreads in it too. White girls with dreadlocks. (laughs) Well, I actually put in a little brackets here that says, think Danny Filth with shorter hair. Right. In case you need an image. You had naturally hazel eyes, which you found boring, and so you wore electric blue contact lenses. <laughs> Every morning you get up and you're like, shit, we're like, oh my god, there's a fire and people will know that I have boring eyes. 
How fucking crazy would she have looked like? <laughs> With her blue dreads and her blue eyes. Your fashion sense had become wilder and more creative. You could never resist cutting something up or adding some safety pins or something just to make it different. This was a stark contrast to the plain indigo jeans and normal single-coloured t-shirts you had worn pre-Cory days. He was a change to your entire life, but a welcome one. So crazy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you emerged from the roller coaster with an unhealthy green hue to your pale face and with shaking knees. I take it you're not up for a trip to the hot dog stand, Corey asks after surveying your current state. You cringe as he says this and you vomit all over the grassy verge beside you. Nice. He comments sincerely when you're done. <laughs> oh, Corey, you're so crazy. <laughs> but also, you know, like, where are the grass verges in theme parks? I don't know. <laughs> well, I probably hadn't at the time. Right, so you were like, it must be grass beside a roller coaster because that's how that works. <laughs> but just in Disney where they have those random patches that don't have like a Disney character occupying the space. They're like, eh, it's grass is vomiting on. It's fine. <laughs> Point your vomit that direction. <laughs> Little sign. Don't step on the grass, but you can vomit on it. <laughs> you laugh. No wonder I don't have a boyfriend, you add, retrieving a tissue from your bag and wiping your face. Ah, oh, Rain, don't be like that. You don't need a boyfriend when you've got me, he says with a cheesy grin and wraps a friendly arm around you. That's so friendly. Totally no, like, under... What's the word I'm looking for? Totally no, like... Underlying feelings. Yeah, something. like, oh, we're just friends. We're buds. <laughs> but uh, you don't need a boyfriend ever. <laughs> you have me, Rain. <laughs> you roll your eyes and seeing the ghost train, you race Corey to it, suddenly feeling miraculously better. Because you vomited everywhere. You're fine now. Yeah, feel better now. So, yeah, this is kind of weird because I just keep jumping from like time to time so this would have been broken up with a quiz section here right <laughs> so I, we're like skipping to another scene basically it's just not very Clear. obvious <laughs> sitting out your back garden on your swinging chair you gaze up at the light on in your mom's room the silhouettes are clear and you can see that your mom and her husband mick are rowing again you hate it they are forever yelling and screaming at each other and you wonder why in this day and age that they don't just get divorced you know that the demon monster from hell aka richie is in bed and has more than likely been awoken by the argument. The poor kid. He is a bitch at times. Well, most of the time. But it couldn't be easy for any kid to grow up in a crappy home. You walk slowly inside, sighing. Climbing the stairs, you spot Richie sitting on the landing, tears streaming from his baby blue eyes. You pick up the two-year-old and hold him against your chest, petting his hair and making soothing noises before carrying him into his bedroom again. Are his electric blue eyes... Is <laughs> like, is this... It's not baby blue eyes, okay? Right, sorry, yeah. They're not contact Are they lenses. real? Are they real? Those yeah. The eyes of a baby. <laughs> not the electric ones. I'm a freak. <laughs> you lay him in bed, peck him on the head, and wrap his blankets tightly around him, finding his pacifier and giving it to him to suck on. Suddenly tranquil, he shuts his eyes and you leave the room to calm your mother down. She's sitting on the bed in her A-line skirt and a bra. Obviously, the fight broke out when she was getting undressed for bed. Tears are running from obviously. her eyes. Obviously. <laughs> just walks she goes like, to the office like that. <laughs> it's fashion, mom. <laughs> Tears are running from her eyes and with her crumpled face you see the great resemblance between her and Richie. Mick is towering above her, his brow creased and his face red with fury. There is no need to ask what they're rowing about. They always have a completely pointless reason. Um, could you guys keep it down? You woke Richie up, you insert, swinging around to leave the room. <laughs> just swishing swing. the dreads. Why did she swing? <laughs> just, she had to swing her dreads so that oh, she yeah. could turn. And then just shoot a look with her blue eyes. <laughs> ha! <laughs> ha! 
fucking ludicrous, Mick sneers, and you turn your head to see what he's talking about. You fucking hate him every fucking other minute of the fucking day, but you always have a fucking love for him to demonstrate how we're fucking bad parents. You are a terrible person, Mick, <laughs> Jesus Christ. You inhale deeply, not in the mood to launch into a full-scale verbal match. You hate it when Mick becomes enraged as he uses profanities as every other word. I like that. I had to point that out because I don't know if you got that from like the dialogue. <laughs> and also, it's not like the way you talk now. 14-year-old Danny was like, this is so horrible. And now you're like, fucking, fucking, <laughs> Silently, you leave the room. Always want to retaliate. It is a first for you, but you feel oddly defeated. Like his words rang true. You dress for bed and lie in the bleak darkness, eyes darting around the room and your mind racing. You're wide awake, but seeing as it is 2am, you feel it your duty to sleep. <laughs> it's my duty, it's my reason for living. It's my I'm duty like... as a civilian to sleep at this moment. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> a ringing noise startles you and you grab your cell phone from your bedside locker. You answer it quietly. Hey, Irene, can't sleep. Want to go for a walk? Corey's carefree voice asks. Sure, you reply, and you hang up. No further words necessary. <laughs> <laughs> I just love Corey, not your boyfriend, definitely just friends, but like ringing you at three o'clock in the morning to be like, hey, do you want to go for a walk? Why not? <laughs> you pull on an electric blue t shirt over your pajama string top and some baggy black combats over your pajama shorts. Grabbing your black jacket, you let yourself quietly out of the house. I think she's coordinating. Everything is blue and black, like everything, <laughs> everything that she ever wears. Her eyes, her hair, face, everything. Corey's at the end of the street. He looks tired for someone who can't sleep. His jaw-length black hair is messy, as if he had also been in bed when he rang, and his t-shirt is crumpled. Heya, he greets, <laughs> hugging you warmly. Whoa, what's with the sudden affection, you ask? You gonna make me go all Donkey Kong on your ass, you question, raising a thin black eyebrow? What? You're gonna throw bananas at me, he laughs. And you sigh, defeated. <laughs> you didn't understand my metaphor. I'm so confused by his behavior. I hate myself so much. so funny. Oh my god, I'm so defeated. He didn't understand me the first time I said something, so I gave up. <laughs> you both wander through the town, past the vacant stores and desolate buildings. You tell Corey about the argument, and he's surprised at your defeatist attitude. <laughs> Defeatist attitude from Rain? That's unprecedented. You shouldn't have let him win, Rain. It's so out of character, he responds, gobsmacked. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, dear. <laughs> he places an arm around your shoulder, hugging you single-handedly to make you feel better. <laughs> Sorry. Hugging you single-handed. <laughs> It's a single-handed hug from a single-handed friend. He only has one arm. Well, I've never said he had two. Don't be so presumptuous. <sighs> yeah, I know, but I'm just so sick of it. I wish I had the money to move out. My job at the cafe doesn't pay half as much as I need. You sigh wistfully. We could always start up our old band again, do some gigs to get some extra cash, Corey suggests. Hmm. Bold of you to assume the music industry pays anybody well <laughs> enough to, like, actually... This was a different time, Courtney. Right, okay. Hmm. I think Careless Whisper have seen better days. <laughs> careless Whisper. Why? Why would I call them that? But it's Careless with a K. Oh. And Whisper without an H. <laughs> Why? 
even have taken like an emo song and like made a name nope. out of that no nope. careless whisper george michael what the emo <laughs> king of the world <laughs> hmm i think careless whisper have seen better days i mean we haven't spoken to mike in at least a year and matt is a big druggie now you sigh again <laughs> a big druggie that's how i talk about all my old friends who know yeah, drugs yeah, he's a big old druggie now uh what a what a time <laughs> But that was like such a 14 year old attitude as well. Like, uh, so, uh, you smoked a joint, you're a druggie now. Like, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, enough with the dramatics, girl. Corey laughs and you both continue to converse until you've circled and landed back at the top of your road. Well, good night, Rain. Hope you're happier in the morning. He pulls you into a long, encouraging hug and you wander slowly back down your street. That one wasn't single-handed. That was two arms, I think. I didn't, I didn't. Uh... <laughs> I can't think of words. You don't want to return home just yet. You feel like some alone time, so turn to make sure Corey is out of sight before veering towards the town again. Walking through the deserted area, you feel lonely. The deathly silence is unbearable. Why does everybody have to be in bed, you ask, laughing at how silly you sound. Do you often laugh to yourself, a soft voice says, and you start. Fuck, you scared the crap out of me, you gasp, turning to see a guy smile from behind you. Sorry, that wasn't my intention. You just seem like you have an interesting story to tell, seeing as you're walking the streets at 4am. He takes a quick glance at his watch. <laughs> watch. Sorry, I'm wandering around town in the middle of the night, pitch black, in and America. some guy comes up behind me and is like, ha, huh, are you laughing? Like, I would be running. <laughs> I'm just like, oh yeah, let's stop for a chat. Like, I would have kicked him in the throat already. Yeah. <laughs> like, ah, no doubt to me. Stranger danger. <laughs> you could say that, you heave a sigh. Long day, he asks, knowledgeably. When has anybody in the history of time ever been approached by a man in the street at night and then gone, hmm, I'm going to engage in this conversation and tell him my woes? <laughs> well, Rain did. <laughs> More of a long night, but you shrug. Jared, he holds his hand out formally and you shake it. Rain, you reply with a coy smile. He's oddly familiar. Long black hair, a round face and cute, translucent, green-brown eyes. It suddenly strikes you. Fuck! You yell, widening your eyes. What? Are you okay? Jared is shocked at your sudden outburst. I'm okay, trust me, you smile, ripping off <laughs> some song lyrics. Christ. He simply laughs. <laughs> You're from My Chemical Romance, right? You ask with a grin. That's the one, he replies, averting his eyes, as if pissed off that he was recognised. You guys are great. You finish deciding to swerve the conversation away from his band. That's, that's my last word on this. You guys are great. You guys are great. Let's change like the subject. It's like the thing in The Simpsons, you know, in March. Like, there's like the thing with the yams and she's like, I just think they're neat. That was rain on my chemical romance. So why are you out here in the dead of night? You mean, what's a pretty boy from a world famous emo band doing out in the dead of night? Sounds he like asks, Jared. <laughs> picking it up wrong. Well, without the pretty part, you joke, issuing a laugh from him. Yeah, I just need an escape. I've been rowing with Mikey, my brother, he informs you. I fucking hate fights, you snarl. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I hate fights. Uh, does anybody else hate fighting? I just, I can't. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Tell me about it. Jared takes over your role as official sire of the evening. 
There's not enough whiskey in the world for this. <laughs> I'm sorry. Someone just pulled me out of my misery. <clears throat> you wander until you come across a park and you sit down on the tire swings, swaying gently as you talk. Well, at least when it's your brother, you know you'll patch things up. Friends are so different. A big argument could lead to the end of a friendship, you point out. <laughs> this feels very ominous. Is that why you're here? Because you fought with a friend, Jared implores. No, you begin and look into his beautiful eyes. Without thinking, you launch into the story of how your parents got divorced, ending in the fight you turned your back on. Maybe it was better you walked. A dispute could have ended in walking on eggshells for a few weeks, he points out. True, you agree, seeing his point. <laughs> what is this conversation? It's like the worst thing ever. <laughs> it's like therapy time with Jared Way. <laughs> a dispute could end in the end of a friendship. <laughs> what is this? We're like, oh, is that what happened to you? No. <laughs> <laughs> it makes zero senses. The sun begins to rise, turning the sky in a ray of pink and orange. You survey the magnificent view before you continue with a smile. It would be very cool if we could hang out some other time, you say breezily. But you're probably way busy with your touring and recording and all. Well, actually, we've taken a few months vacation. That's why I'm back home. I'd love to meet back up with you, he finishes. Well, unless the whole touring thing was an excuse not to see me again, he adds as an afterthought. Definitely not, you reply, smiling at him. Well then, how does later on today sound, he implores, his gentle movement on the swing halting. Yeah, I think I'm going to go home and sleep for a few hours, but, um... Later sounds good, you say, your eyelids drooping from fatigue. <laughs> I'm just going to close my eyes real quick while I answer your question. I'm just gonna, I'm just going to like <laughs> look at you like I'm a mole. <laughs> we could go out for dinner or something. I don't mean it to sound like a date, he adds hastily. Dinner sounds fun, you finish, and you agree to meet back up at the park gates at 6pm. Strolling home, you are refreshed with a feeling of happiness. A new friend is always a good thing, and a hot friend is always better. <laughs> That's what I always say. <laughs> Those are just words for life. <laughs> a new friend is a good thing, and a hot friend is better. I like to think these are all my 14-year-old philosophies. Like, a dispute could end in walking on eggshells for weeks. A hot friend is always better. <laughs> You are going to see these as pull quotes for the next two weeks, just on our Instagram. It's kids from yesterday pod on Instagram, just in case you're looking for us. Do you think people are going to follow you after this? <laughs> no. <laughs> people are going to stop listening after this. Basically. You open your eyes and gaze at the clock blurely. It's 4pm. You groan and roll over. Damn late night strolls. You curse angrily. The previous night seems like a dream. I mean, it's not every day you meet a member of a famous band that you just happen to like. You pull yourself out of bed, turning on your stereo and getting dressed while bopping around your room to the murder dolls. You decide on a short blue plaid skirt which you had ripped and added safety pins to, as well as a black net hem. You then grab a blue tank top to match and an oversized black button-down shirt to throw over it. You roll up the sleeves, admiring the picture of a blue dragon which you had embroidered on the breast pocket. <laughs> so specific. Why did she ruin a perfectly good plaid skirt? Do you know how expensive those are, Rain? You pull on some large black hulled fishnets, a large hulled black fishnet, sorry, and your steel heeled new rock boots that are black with a blue design, obviously. Surrounding your eyes in electric blue powder and coating your lips in black lipstick, you survey your finished look, deciding that it'll do. Oh, it's fine. Everything's fine. It took me 14 hours to get ready and embroider the dragon on, and I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. I'll do. 
As the time approaches for you to meet up with Jared, you grow anxious. Your pace quickens as you arrive at the park and see him standing at the gate waiting. He doesn't notice you and his head is bent down, leaving his black hair falling in his eyes. He's dressed in a black t-shirt with a leather jacket and black trousers. He looks cute and you can't help suppress a grin as he looks up and sees you, his eyes almost popping out of his head. You, you look great, he says nervously with a smile. Thanks, you do too, you reply breezily. Well, um, yeah, there's a great Chinese place I know, he begins. And, um, this sounds really gay, but at the time seemed like a good idea, he babbles. And you look at him with raised eyebrows. Because you're like, why would you say that? Because gay is not a synonym for shitty, Jared. God. <sighs> it was yeah. a different time. <laughs> it was a different time. Yeah, as, as we pointed out in the beginning, this was written when Danny was 14 and she wouldn't say that now. Absolutely not. Yeah, well, I, um, organised that a limo take us. He finishes, flushing. Oh, Jared, that's really sweet, you compliment. And he squirts you to the white limo, which pulls up right on cue. This feels normal and okay. And not at all You've obviously never been on a date with Jared away. But this is not a date. We're just going for dinner. It's not like a date or whatever. I got a limo! I would like to point out that I hadn't even kissed a boy at this time of my life. So I thought this is what dates were, okay? I mean, you had high expectations. It started at your life well. And I have been disappointed every day since. <laughs> Not one limo in my life. This is the most amazing thing, you grin, looking around the large back seat in awe. And you said it wasn't a date, you tease. <laughs> oh my god, it's not a date. I'm just in a limo. <laughs> I did this with all my friends. Well, um, it doesn't have to be if you don't want, he stammers nervously. Look, Jared, relax, okay? Just relax, okay? okay. You got a limo. Sorry, it was okay. okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. I like you, and I want this to be a date, right? You set the record straight. He grins silently, exhaling with relief. So aggressive. <laughs> I want this to be a date, okay? <laughs> He's so submissive. You arrive at the Chinese place, and you get seated at a small table with a delicate blue rose placed in a clear vase in the center. Quite a real theme here, color wise. Just how I ordered it, Jared smiles as you compliment the rose. <laughs> I like this rose, it matches everything about my outfit, including my embroidered dragon. <laughs> you order your meals and swap small talk as you await its arrival hungrily. You bite into your sweet and sour chicken, savouring its sweet taste. And sour. <laughs> sour. <laughs> then the proper conversation kicks in. You swap tales of childhood, of low points and high points. Jared speaks of his lowest point before he went into rehab and you soothe him gently as you can see how hard it is for him to discuss it in great detail. Except it's public knowledge which he has discussed at length with everybody in the world. But I think the best part about this is that I actually like I didn't watch that many MyChem interviews or like watch anything to do with them so this was entirely fabricated based on looking at photographs of the band and hearing their songs but like not actually knowing anything about their personalities. So you're just like, hmm, yes, he seems like he might be sensitive and shy and feel awkward. Yeah, based on absolutely nothing. His photograph. <laughs> the mood lightens when you leave the restaurant and you both find yourself strolling through the town again. Gingerly, Jared takes your hand as you saunter along. Just really, really gently going to reach over <laughs> and grab your fingers between my two fingers and hold it. <laughs> like it's a tissue that must be discarded of. Gingerly. His grip is warm and comforting and you notice his black nail polish. Have you got plans for tomorrow, he asks, his nervousness returning. Actually, I agreed to go out with my best friend, but um, the next day is good, you add hopefully. You agree to meet up again and Jared walks you home. 
Outside your front gate, you turn to him to say goodbye. You thank him for the great evening and he smiles and thanks you for coming. It's so polite and formal, you think, not really liking the loss of the ease which had flowed all evening. I better go inside, you say, feeling the cool breeze rip right through your thin shirt. Yeah, good night. Jared smiles and you reach up and kiss him gently on the lips, grinning menacingly before scurrying inside. Why are you so aggressive, Rain? What's wrong with you? <laughs> She's taking a troll. <laughs> Feminism. <laughs> Feminism is menacing people into going on dates with you. I notice he's shy and sensitive. Better make him feel bad. I'm going to kiss him and then I'm going to grin menacingly. I love the kind of girl you were trying to make her be as well. Like somebody who's like super edgy and like super, oh my God, not like other girls where she's like, ah, I'm so angry. Of course. Because I was so very much not like any of the other girls when I was that age. Like. Yeah. In my head. Yeah, I mean, yeah. not, I, I, so I, I was like, definitely like every other girl. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with being like every other girl. It's just that mindset, isn't it? That you yeah. have like... Yeah, it's like a weird thing. And I think it's kind of on its way out. But I, I keep seeing so. it coming up on like YouTube recommend... On YouTube recommended videos of like the the myth of not like other girls. It's still a thing. And I think a lot of it comes from guys being like, oh, you're not like other girls. And then we're like, that's something to aspire to be. I don't want to be like everybody mm. else. But that's why the emo kid song is so funny. Yeah. Like you're <laughs> not conforming to if you look just like me. Yeah. But we're all not like other girls. <laughs> yeah, none of us are like other girls. Lying back against the door, like in those movies, you sigh with a grin. You had just been on a date with Jared Way. He had got a limo for you and you kissed him. It was the fantasy of many teenage girls, and you had just lived it. But also, that's a nice summary of what happened in the last <laughs> chapter. <laughs> I mean, I might as well not have read it. I could have just read that. <laughs> yeah. uh, you went on a date, it was a limo, it's fine. <laughs> Resisting the urge to jump up and down, screaming, for fear you'd wake Richie, your mom and Mick, you simply did a silent dance before heading to bed, drifting to sleep with a smile playing on your lips. That was the first chapter. That was a roller coaster. And it started with a roller coaster. Yeah, it was almost a metaphor. <laughs> yeah, almost. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, that was only the first chapter. <laughs> we have to at least get to the part where, like, it's kind of like Jared or Frank, Jared or Frank. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> chapter two. Jared is waiting for you at the park entrance again, looking gorgeous as ever. I like that. Like, he has been to your house twice now, dropped you to the yeah. door, but still insists that you meet at the park gates <laughs> for some reason. It's more emo that way. Definitely. You didn't have any definite plans for the day, so you both wandered back to Jared's house. I'm staying with Mikey and my friend Frank. He's in the band too, he informs you, as you both approach the cosy looking two-story house. I would like to point out that he, she knew who he was. <laughs> he has mentioned his brother numerous times, but now he's like, so there is a guy called Frank who is also in the band that I'm in. Like, as if she wouldn't know that. Yeah. Hi, Frank. I don't know if you've seen him ever. <laughs> Jared turns the key in the door, but is greeted by silence. Come in. They must have gone out somewhere, he tells you, beckoning you inside. You follow him in and sit on the squashy green sofa. He flicks on the TV and goes to get some drinks from the kitchen. <laughs> I'm just, I'm waiting. <laughs> oh, I just, you look like you were going to say something. No, I'm squashy waiting. green sofa. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to gloss over that. I wanted to ask, why isn't it blue? But, you know. It's not her house, it's his house. Oh, right, okay. You sit back, relaxed and happy that Jared isn't a big nervous wreck today like he was on your date. There's nothing on, so you end up watching Kerrang. You smile as the beginning of the Murder Dolls video for Die My Bride comes on and you watch the whole thing with a grin. You love the Murder Dolls, by the way. And if you don't, shove it up your bananas. What? <laughs> what is... How... Anatomically, where is your... Where is a banana? And why would you have many of them? 
And if you're not in possession of a penis, I'm very confused by I this. I don't know. No, okay. I don't know. Okay. Um, Jared emerges from the kitchen, looking uncomfortable. We're all out of soda and chips. I'm gonna run to the store, okay? <laughs> I'm gonna run to the store, okay, for, to prepare, like, not prepared at all for this date that he had planned that he was like I'll probably bring her to my house oh shit we're all of everything we have so nothing bad. in this house Worse. how did he plan a limo and a blue rose sitting in the middle of a Chinese restaurant and he can't plan to have a drink in the house when she arrives you don't have to you protest no it's okay I'm hungry stay here I'll be back in a few minutes he grabs his jacket and heads out the door you feel rather awkward sitting in the house of someone you barely even know by yourself you need to go to the bathroom, but don't want to go, seeing as there's no one home except you, and you don't even know where it is. <laughs> you would have should have shown you <laughs> before you leave. You go if you need the bathroom; it's wherever. Well, he's not a very good host. Okay, he's just not organized today at all. A music video comes on where these guys are splashing around in water, and you shudder as the need to relieve yourself worsens. <laughs> Fuck it, you mutter to yourself and find the small room. When you're done, you materialize. <laughs> I'm back. I have reappeared. <laughs> and are walking back into the sitting room when you are jumped on. Lying on your back with a sharp pain running up your spine, you glance up into the eyes of the guy who jumped on you. The crystal greenness astounds you. You're cute, he announces, sitting on top of you. You're my new friend. Okay. <laughs> stranger danger. <laughs> Once again. She has no alerts for stranger danger. No, me him in the balls. He just jumped on you and is like, you're cute. You're like, that's precursor to some kind of attack i'm now gonna call the police <laughs> um right you say breathlessly but right now i think you're crushing my spleen oh crap sorry he says tumbling off you and helping you up i'm frank i'm rain you introduce yourself i don't want to be rude but why are you in my house he asks suddenly as you both plunk down on the sofa i'm a super and I, fan and i broke in <laughs> they've already sat down on the sofa and he's like so why are you here <laughs> you're you? in my house <laughs> who <are> you <laughs> I'm Jared's friend. He's gonna get soda and chips, you inform Frank. Frank's hair is in a typical emo style and it flops in front of his face. He looks at the TV, examining the video that's playing carefully. You, why is he examining? <laughs> Just, uh, I don't really know what's happening here. <laughs> you hear a t key turn in the door and both look up as Jared enters the room. Look what I found, Frank says playfully, pointing at you. I found her first, Jared mocks anger, and you just grin. I was going to sit here like, hee hee. This is not alarming. <laughs> he puts down the brown paper bag full of groceries and Frank jumps off the sofa and rips it open. Mountain Dew, he cheers, unscrewing the lid of the small bottle and gulping back three quarters of it in one go. Was that the most American drink you could think of at the time? It's because I'd never had it. Right. Because now I say, soda, Jared offers, and you take a bottle of Dr. Pepper because I loved Dr. Pepper. That was a very American drink, but you could get it here. I could never get Mountain Dew. You can now. It lived there. I've had it since, but yeah. I know, like, at the time, it was such a thing that you always heard about that I could never have. It's <laughs> just unattainable. <laughs> just like Jared, it was unattainable. <laughs> well, he's not going to open a bottle of red lemonade now, is he? <laughs> <laughs> a bottle of TK and a packet of potatoes. <laughs> Tenora. Oh, <laughs> uh, for any non-Irish listeners, you're just going to have to Google it, I'm sorry. <laughs> Tenora is a tangerine-flavoured soft drink. Does that only your grandmother would have in her house. Like, nobody ever bought it, ever. <laughs> it was just, it appeared. <laughs> Sometimes people had it places. Remember Cadet? The yeah. little bottles, like, that was delicious. That was for, like, the poor kids and stuff. <laughs> oh my god, she's getting classes. <laughs> it's because you can get it in the pound shop. 
Oh, could you? I don't know where it came from. It just was a thing you got in school. Like, they gave it to you on... This is before people were afraid of sugar. So, like, you get a bottle of Cadet and a packet of popcorn or, like, crisps or something on, like, sports day. <laughs> it's really weird. The three of you settle on the sofa, you in the middle, and you all watch TV mindlessly, which makes a change from examining the videos. <laughs> we're going to watch them passively. So where were you? Jared asked Frank after a while. Oh, Mandy dumped me, he nods, his gaze still fixated on the TV screen. You wonder if it's because he's upset or simply uncaring. She was a bimbo anyway, Jared sneered at his friend's ill taste. Because, uh, she was like other girls, so we didn't like her. <laughs> True, Frank replies, taking a handful of tortilla chips, ignoring the dip and shoving them into his mouth. <laughs> What's wrong with you, Frank? <laughs> Why did I need to point out that he ignored the dip? Like, there was no mention of a dip. Just gonna grab a handful and just go, <laughs> No dip for me. Because I mean, Because he's not like other boys. <laughs> I'm emo and I, I don't like dip. Mikey appears at the doorway with jaw-length brown hair and black-rimmed glasses. That's my bro, Mikey, Jared introduces. Yeah, she knows. <laughs> she knows. And that's my friend, Rain. You nodded him and he nods in reply. I'm going up for a shower, then I'm going back out. Mikey leaves the room. Um, I'll be right back, Jared excused himself, sensing that there's something wrong with his brother. I like to point out that, weren't they fighting like two days yeah. ago, but now he's like running after him <laughs> yeah, to make like, sure oh he's okay. Oh my God, there's something wrong with him. <laughs> you were left in the room alone with Frank. Oh my God. Are you Jared's girlfriend? Frank asks, turning to face you with those sexy eyes of his. <laughs> I just love how, like, your iteration of Frank is, like, super playful and random. <laughs> oh, OMG, so random. <laughs> no, we're just friends, you say, the magical kiss on the date replaying in your mind. Good, he responds, swigging the last of his second bottle of Mountain Dew and staring back at the TV. Sorry, have you ever Googled Mountain Dew mouth? <laughs> No. Oh my god, Google Mountain Dew mouth because it's like Mountain Dew is like the sugariest drink you can get or like one of them and um in like the middle of nowhere in America they like feed it to their babies and everything and like nobody has teeth and everybody has these like black mouths and any Google it, it's the scariest thing ever. Okay. But like Frank definitely has one of those based okay. on this. Okay, I just Googled Mountain Dew mouth and I wish I hadn't. <laughs> I'm very sorry about your teeth, anybody who may be suffering from Mountain Dew mouth. Definitely Frank. <laughs> He's on his second bottle in the last five minutes. <laughs> what do you mean by that, you question, blushing in case it's because he likes you? Because <laughs> then I can do this. He reaches over and pulls you into a passionate kiss, his tongue roaming your mouth hungrily. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's horrific. He just had those chips. How hungry can he be? <laughs> okay, so you're not a whore, but you aren't going to push him off you. He is really hot. <laughs> oh my god, I, I kissed two guys. I'm such a slut. <laughs> I hate that word so much. Slut? I, or whore. Whore. Yeah, it's I a hate horrible, it. Yeah, it's like, a I hate word, it. Yeah. Well, obviously, 14 year old me did not hate it. He is really hot. And he tastes like Mountain Dew. You and tortilla chips. <laughs> and rotting teeth. <laughs> <laughs> you feel Frank's hand rest on your hip and he begins to slide it upwards slowly. Ahem! A fake cough echoes through the room and Frank pulls away from you, giving you a quick wink before you both look up at Jared, who's staring at you with an arrayed expression plastered on his handsome face. Frank, can I talk to you outside for a minute, he snaps. And Fra Frank puts on a mock frightened face as he follows Jared into the hallway. I love, and like, this is my favourite thing about this, is that there's like a real stereotypical way of how guys interact and it's all like, I'm just going to punch you in the face, bro. Whereas these guys are like, I want to see you in the corridor for a moment for a quick <laughs> a stern word. <laughs> you listen carefully. The conversation clearly audible over him who are playing on TV. Jared says, 
What the fuck were you doing? Frank says. She told me she wasn't your bitch, dude. Oh my god. Frank! <laughs> no! <laughs> Jared said, she's not my bitch, Frank. I really like her, you know? Thanks a lot. Frank says, jeez, relax, you don't fucking own her. There was silence for a moment, and you pretend to be occupied with your drink when Jared re-enters the room. Just looking at my mountain dew. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, she's drinking Dr. Pepper. Oh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> hey, he says softly, dropping down on the sofa beside you. You hear Frank stomp upstairs like a moody teenager. Hey, I didn't mean to um cause any trouble with you guys, you begin shakily. Not your fault, he mutters moodily to himself. You stare at the TV again, the flickering screen casting shadows around the room. I'd stay away from him if I were you. He treats women like crap, Jared warns solemnly. Oh yeah, he did just refer to you as <laughs> Jared's bitch in the hall, so... I'd rather run my own social life, thanks, you grumble in response. I God, think Jared, I'll... you can't tell me what to do. Do what I want, yo. I'm not like other girls. <laughs> I'm going to menace him. <laughs> See how you feel. I think I'm going to leave now. I've caused enough trouble for one day. You stand up and leave. Jared doesn't bother even walking you to the door. Wow. The neck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Frank hisses from the upstairs window as you exit the driveway. You look up and see him halfway out the window. He shimmies down the porch and hops onto the ground with a loud thud. He scurries down the drive and stops beside you. Sorry about earlier, he mumbles. Jared is so fucking possessive. You realise he wasn't poli- apologising about the kiss. What about Jared? You- yes, I feel like that is quite clear. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to make sure everyone understands what's happening. You walk side by side up the road aimlessly. Frank's hands are shoved in his pockets and you're picking random leaves off bushes as you pass them. That was the great Irish child pastime. <laughs> it was. Destroying wildlife. That's why we have climate change. <laughs> <laughs> Only the Irish... Uh, Climate change was caused by Irish kids picking leaves off bushes as they passed. And sometimes eating them. Just, <laughs> just, just me. Sometimes <laughs> just you. <clears throat> Depends what they were. Some of them smelled nice. Yeah. Lemony. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Didn't taste nice. Here, let's go to KFC. I'm hungry, Frank announces as you turn into the red and white restaurant. I'll pay, he says when you've ordered and you both sit at a table against the wall. Thanks, you express your gratitude. Okay, okay, thanks. <laughs> I can't figure out where she lives because <laughs> I feel like you didn't base it on like an, an American town. Oh, I. You just. So, <laughs> because the houses sound like the way Irish houses sound. So it's just like an Irish house next to a KFC beside a town that's vacant. Yeah. It's, yeah it's, <laughs> I, I don't think I put much thought into it. I'm no, not going to lie to you. No, that's fine. <laughs> you just changed everything to walking down the drive. <laughs> you can just walk down the street and be anywhere. It's yeah. great. You nibble hungrily, you nibble hungrily on your popcorn chicken. As an aside, I wrote, "Ha ha!" I typed "poop corn" by accident, <laughs> <laughs> which I feel really adds to the story. <laughs> poop corn. <sighs> <sighs> and swallow your cola. You hadn't realized how hungry you were. Sitting back against the seat with empty packets in front of you, you hold your contented stomach. Up for ice cream, Frank asks, and you nod excitedly, knowing you would find space for it somewhere. He returns from the counter, and you both devoured that too. You both chat amiably as you leave the restaurant, and Frank takes you to the park. You both sit on the bench overlooking the playground and laugh at the kids who fall over as dusk sets in. (laughs) Now this is a romantic date! Just about to say, that's so romantic. You're really pretty, Frank says suddenly. And I think that kid thinks so too. He points to a fat five-year-old in a blue knit sweater with tight blonde hair. 
The kid is standing there staring at you. And so you stamp your foot and shout boo until he runs off. I'm pretty sure you look so alarming that that <laughs> child was like, what's wrong with that girl? Also, does eyes. she want my blue jumper? Because everything else she's wearing is blue. Perhaps. Frank is in hysterical laughter and you take a moment to watch him. His twinkling eyes, perfect features, fluttering emo hair and lip ring, which sparkles in the soft street lamps illuminating the playground. I love when my face jewellery sparkles in the lamplight. <laughs> you know, you're outside and you're like, oh my God, I see that person by the light of their nose ring. <laughs> so romantic. Also, I do want to point out that that description of Frank is still pretty fucking accurate. Oh, you still would, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> No thought. I just, why thought, did I yeah. put on a pervy old man voice and I was like, nice. oh, you still want. <laughs> well, like, like, I wouldn't kick him out of bed for eating tatoes. <laughs> That's an old Irish saying. It just means you would really like to spend time in their company. That's what that means. Naked. Danny, you have sullied the good, the good Irish saying. <laughs> he stops and looks at you, taking you in too. He leans in and gently kisses you on the lips. You shiver as the cold metal of the lip ring presses against your mouth. <laughs> so, Sorry. Just, just to clarify. All right. Uh, sound engineer Michael has a lip ring. Can clarify it has never been so cold it made me shiver. <laughs> so. <laughs> I think I just fantasize a lot about kissing boys with lip rings and what it would feel like. <laughs> it must be cold. As I pointed out, I've never... I was going to say I've never kissed a boy at this stage of writing this I had never kissed a boy okay, now, I have since she has a child I'm pretty sure yeah but we never kissed <laughs> there was no kissing oh dear his hand reaches up and cups your face as you kiss the kiss becomes deeper and you savour his taste he pulls away with a smile and wraps his arm around you you rest your head against his chest and he plays with your dreads you hope Jared only warned you against Frank because he was pissed off and not because it was true it couldn't be, you think, seeing as how Frank is being so nice to you. Oh, well, I mean, like, that's not a red flag at all. <laughs> oh, he's, he's nice, though? <laughs> couldn't be like that. You and Frank saunter the streets hand in hand after the park warden chases you out of the park. So I presume because it's closing and not because they were, like, flashing kids or something. <laughs> You're kissing in front of a playground. Get out of yeah, here, disturbing. Frank's skin on his hand is hardened from playing guitar, and you smile at the strange feeling. Like the palm of it? <laughs> just like a callus. His entire hand, front and back. It's just hard. <laughs> That's so disturbing. <laughs> Why would you do that? <sighs> Again, no experience with men at this stage. <laughs> he plays guitar. He must have such a hard hand. <laughs> it feels like I'm being stroked by a cup. Just a really, or like a plastic cup. i like, just, mm, tired. Oh, it's so disturbing. Yeah. <sighs> I'm lost. <laughs> I'll walk you home, he says, as it strikes midnight. You agree, and your conversation flows easily until you reach your gate. Well, yeah, this is my house, you say, as you stop and look at the ground. Do you live by yourself, he asks, resting against your picket fence? No, with my mom, brother and stepdad. He nods. So I can't come in then? He questions disappointedly. I didn't say that. They're away for the week, you smile. And he follows you up the driveway. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so this is erotic friend fiction. <laughs> What's erotic? It's hard hand. <laughs> Super hard hand. Whatever you're into. Cold metal lip ring. I mean, he just sounds like a peach. 
You both sit in the kitchen, drinking soda and chatting. I'm bored. Let's go watch TV, you comment after a while. And you curl up on your sofa. Imagine just hanging out with somebody and being like, I'm so bored. I want to watch TV. Go away. <laughs> you don't mind if I crash here tonight, do you? I'm not looking forward to going home to see Jared. I'll sleep on the sofa, he finishes quickly, beaming with innocence. Sure, you respond. And Frank leans in to kiss you yet again. This is crazy, you think. You barely know him and you're kissing like mad. <laughs> oh, very innocent, pre-days of Tinder. I barely know him and we're kissing like mad. Like mad. I've never had anything like this before. <laughs> you're 23, right? <laughs> Though I suppose she has had Corey cockpocking her for like four years. Exactly, so. yeah. She never had a chance to have a boyfriend. <laughs> She had one. He just never made that clear. <laughs> Corey's just been there in the background, breathing <laughs> heavily the whole time. You don't need a boyfriend. You have me. You can't stop him, though. There's something about his kiss that's so good. Is it the lip ring? <laughs> his hand... <laughs> sorry. His sorry. hard hand lingers on your hip before travelling quickly up your top. This is going too far too fast. But sweet sensations tingle through your body and you moan. Frank pulls away momentarily to smile at your pleasure he leans in to kiss you and he lifts your top off he then unclasps your bra and you groan softly <laughs> Ugh, it's a relief I can't <laughs> wait to take my bra off at the end of the day I've been wearing oh yeah on. that's the stuff that's <laughs> how I feel when I come home and I'm like time to take the bra off oh god <laughs> that feels so good <laughs> he reaches to pull off your trousers and reality sets in no, Frank, you murmur, your eyes still closed. <laughs> Consent, yes. Come on, Rain, he persuades. <gasps> Franklin. Frank, Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> he persuades softly, sucking softly on your neck. Don't know how to say softly twice there, but seemingly I did. Just kind of gently. He's real soft. No, wait, he's real soft with his heart. <laughs> Oh God, Claudia, where are you? <laughs> you have to admit that you are tempted. No, really. You push his hand away from your fly and he looks at you with a moody expression. Look, Frankie, don't take her personally. <laughs> like if she's just decided to call him Frankie now, I don't know her. In this moment, I'm kind of okay. Hey, Frankie, listen. Uh. It's just, I hardly know you and I'm not the sort of girl to go jumping into bed with every guy she meets. Frank shrugs. Yeah, I better go up to bed. Oh no, sorry, that's her. Yeah, I better go up to bed. I'll bring you down some blankets and pillows for the sofa. You offer, you offer, and give him a soft kiss on the lips before running upstairs. So a lot of soft things happening there. <laughs> Except You're for soft. Frank. <laughs> Am I right? Anyway. <laughs> you get out of bed in the morning in your tiny black shorts and strappy top. You stretch out wide and traipse downstairs to fix yourself a nice pancake breakfast. Flicking the switch on the stereo, you rock gently from side to side as you cook the pancakes. Looks good, comes a voice, and you jump, causing some pancake batter to pour all over the counter. <laughs> Did she forget he was there? Uh, I wonder why I feel like I'm forgetting something. Uh, a man in my head is just going to go make some pancakes real quick. Jeez, Frank, you scare the crap out of me. You press your hand to your shaking chest. Sorry, he rubs the back of his head sleepily. He's dressed in his boxers and the t-shirt he wore yesterday, and you realise that you're still in your tight shorts on top. You blush. <laughs> You're looking sexy this morning. He slides over to you. Jesus and Christ, Frank. <laughs> he is just like laying it on thick and fast and hard and soft. 
He slides over to you and rubs some of the batter which had gotten on your chest when you got the fright. He smiles seductively and pulls you into a kiss. A hissing noise causes you both to part quickly and you curse loudly as you notice the blackened pancake in the pan. Let's leave that and go out for breakfast, he suggests, wrapping his arm around your waist and rocking you gently from side to side as the distillers the hunger blasts from the speakers. Sounds better than black pancakes, you agree. They're more emo, though. I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> but I'll pay for the whole breakfast on one condition, he lingers a moment. You come wearing that. You laugh and smack him on the arm jokingly before scooting upstairs to get dressed. Frank is a pervert. <laughs> He's so horrible. Don't have sex with him. He is a bad person. Oh my god, I'm so random. We're gonna like pressure you into having sex and then make you leave wearing your pajamas. Like, God, Danny. <laughs> 14 year old Danny. I feel dirty. Like, in not like, a good way. 14 year old Danny just didn't understand standards for men because it was like that's what we were told that's that this is desirable and cool Random. I want a man to really want to have sex with me and beg and make me feel bad about it <laughs> yeah until I do call it call me a bitch behind my back <laughs> he's so she dreamy bitch. yeah oh my god he's so romantic arriving downstairs in a black miniskirt electric blue fishnet holdups with the lacy bit visible oh your boots saucy. and a blue tank top Frank whistles approvingly, like, he's no, nasty. No, he's horrible. You smile and you both head out to breakfast. This is the best pancake place. Frank drags you into a small, cosy restaurant. You both sit at a table and check out the minuscule menus and then an overworked bus girl takes your order and mopes away. Mopes. <laughs> this is also pre-Danny ever having a job. <laughs> I don't know how jobs work. I don't know how restaurants work. I don't know how also, men work. Rain hasn't been to work in days. I actually caught that when I read this recently. Like, I was like, she hasn't been. She talks about having a job and she never goes. But like, it was oh, my job just doesn't pay enough to like for me to move out. Like maybe if you maybe. went to work, <laughs> she actually did a day here or there, you know. <laughs> ha! I can imagine. Uh, ha! I can imagine Jared's face when he finds out I slept in your house last night. Frank grins to himself. Is that what it's about? Getting one up on Jared? You splutter in disbelief. Of course not, Rain, he replies. And you raise an eyebrow at him. I'm not hungry. I think I'm just going to go home. You back away from the table slowly and turn so Frank would not see the tears well up in your eyes. <gasps> oh, now you realise he's a dick. Not in real life, I still would. <laughs> real life Frank is so dreamy. <laughs> You're unsure where to go. You take the... You take to the street and jog for a second to get away from Frank, who's yelling after you. You stumble upon Corey's house and smile with relief as you bang on the door. He answers in his boxers. Rain, what are you doing here? He grumbles, wiping his eyes, and you walk past him and plonk down in his super untidy living room. He sighs and follows you in, sitting on the chair opposite you. Begin, he nods, willing for you to spill your story. You tell him it all. You tell him it all, and he laughs. Rain, are you feeling okay? Yeah, I mean, I'm hurt and confused and stuff, but you shrug. Um, the fact that you believe two guys from a famous band are fighting for you leads me to believe you've gone overboard spraying aerosols or something. He sniggers. Wow, with the negging, Corey. Jesus. <laughs> uh, uh, two guys in a band wouldn't fight over you, you ugly bitch. Also, you're my girlfriend, so. <laughs> he sniggers, curling his legs underneath him and closing his eyes sleep sleepily. Seriously, it's no fucking joke, Corey. You snap. Jeez, you are serious, aren't you? He sits up, shocked by your abrupt tone. No, duh, you sulk. <laughs> Whoa, that's so cool. He drifts <laughs> off into daydream land and you roll your eyes. So what should I do, you ask exasperatedly. Um, well, first you could introduce me. 
He grins, and you throw a cushion. It's not about you, Corey. God. <laughs> this is disturbing. He grins, and you throw a cushion with an unidentifiable stain on it at him. Oh Jesus! Also, it seems to heavily imply he lives there by himself. Why does she? Why not does live she not live with, with him? him? I was yeah. wondering the yeah. same thing. Who wrote just... this? <laughs> yeah, God. <laughs> what child wrote this? <laughs> Okay, okay, calm down, woman. <laughs> she, sorry, she just threw a cushion at you. You're like, calm down, woman. <clears throat> um, well, begin by talking to Jared first, and then to Frank. Hang around with them both a bit, and see what you like more. You can't have them both, he nods knowingly. Wow. Uh, yeah, I know, you can't have them both. Maybe she can. She could be a modern woman. Polyamory <laughs> is very valid as a life choice. If if everybody is open and honest about it, it's a thing that can happen. So I don't know what he's being knowing about. <laughs> he's sorry, he's very knowing. <laughs> Easier said than done, you mutter. And then finally, have some pancakes for breakfast. Yes, she got there. <laughs> that is the end of chapter two. Okay, I'm going to get some more whiskey because... <laughs> so just... Chapter three. Jared answers the door, his black hair dangling in his beautiful eyes. This dangling hair thing, like, (laughs) that was my biggest fantasy. Imagine a boy and his hair would just, like, dangle in his eyes. Because it was, like, unwashed? I don't know, like, hair that's clean doesn't tend to dangle. I don't know. Just wanted to drop in and say sorry. You begin, twisting your hands. Uh, Jared looks behind him nervously. Let's go for a walk, he says, leading you away from the house where obviously Frank was close by. I'm really sorry, you know. I mean, I was just sitting there with Frank and he kissed me. And it's not like there was anything serious going on between you and me. I do like him, Jared, but I like you too. I let him stay over at my house, okay? But he slept on the sofa. We had a bit of an argument when I realised the only reason he wanted to stay over and stuff... (laughs) The only reason he wanted to stay over and stuff was to spite you, you explain, staring into middle distance rather than watching Jared's expression. Just, just gonna look beyond you. That's bad social skills. I'll just look into middle distance. I'm very sorry, she said to the wall. <laughs> oh yeah, he was telling me about staying over. But I didn't think you were the type of girl to sleep with a guy you barely knew, he states. Okay, this makes me so angry because you don't know me. And so what if I fucking did? 14-year-old Danny was very judgmental. <laughs> I am the kind of girl who would not... I, I would never. But, like, so fucking what? If you want to sleep with everybody you ever meet that you barely know, you want to kiss them like mad, you can do that. <laughs> I it can kiss whoever right. I want like mad. <laughs> I feel awful. I've only known you guys a few days and already I'm causing problems. You look down at the ground. Listen, Rain, you may be causing problems, but you're a good thing too, you know. Jared stops and... Hey, tra- you're not all bad. <laughs> Jared stops and turns you to face him. He kisses you gently on the lips and pulls away. You don't know how happy these past few days have been for me. Like, like <laughs> based <happens>. on what? <laughs> like, does he mean the date days with the limo and then the... They've only had two days. <laughs> they've had two days. The walk. They did the limo and then they did... She went over to his house where he had no supplies and he walked in her <laughs> kissing Frank. <laughs> Like, what is this, the best days of my life? <laughs> Jared, are you, I mean, like, this is like post rehab as well, where like, he has gotten his shit together and now he's just like, this is fine. The best days. It's literally the meme where everything's on fire and he's like, this is fine. <laughs> I mean, I was really depressed about stuff and ended up wandering the streets, contemplating suicide again. Things got so bad. But then I bumped into you, a fellow wanderer. Oh my god! Jared! 
no, go back to therapy. Go back to... Uh, I'm... Uh, I'm like... I have... I can't... I, I, can't, I can't get words together. Like, the whole... I, I just love that you never watched an interview, never understood anything about this, and you were like, hmm, he wanted to die just because. <laughs> no reason. I just wanted to die again. <laughs> we talked, and I started to like you. Your easy smile and caring personality. <laughs> Caring. She was literally snogging another guy in the room. <laughs> and also, like, she's been menacing. She's bullied him into going on dates. You're so kind. Jared, get better standards. And Rain, stand up yourself Do better. Do just, yeah, just, just do be better. better. Yeah, be better, but, like, be free to kiss and have sex with whoever you want. <laughs> then I asked you out and had a really good time. But then Frank swooped in, as usual. He does that all the time. Just likes to get one over on me. Jared frowns and shakes his head angrily. I'm really happy that you seem to care for me so much, you respond, blushing slightly. But you know, I understand if you'd rather we remain friends and you got... Sorry, this is him. I don't know why I have to use slightly <laughs> But you know, I understand if you'd rather we remain friends and you got with Frank. It's what most girls would prefer. But um, you'll have to give him like a week because he met some blonde girl in the pancake bar where you left him. Jared seems embarrassed to even say it. Why are you embarrassed, Jared? <laughs> that fast, eh? You mutter, somewhat hurt inside, seeing as how you'd already had sex with the handsome guy after a day of knowing him. <laughs> Frank's like that. I think every girl is a rebound of the last. You nod silently, feeling that, although Corey said you would have to choose between the two friends, bandmates, it looks like the decision is made for you. Neither. You should choose neither. You should just walk away. Get with Corey. Yeah. <laughs> Corey's unproblematic. <laughs> it wasn't that you're disappointed about the Jared scenario, but somewhere deep inside you wanted to give the guys a fair trial. So you're for doing anything today? Jared asks as you walk quietly through the neighborhood. There's a fun fair a few blocks away, only here for a week. You Go suggest. to work, Rain. <laughs> Go to your job. You haven't like <laughs> and Jared obliges greeted by the strong aroma of popcorn and cotton candy you walk in the entrance paying the two dollar fee that is candy very floss, exact you absolute Americanized brick <laughs> a huge ferris wheel is displayed against the clear blue sky and stalls are set out everywhere race you to the ferris wheel you yell and run into the crowds of people hearing a strangled no fair from behind you <laughs> I don't know why he was strangled at that point, but he was he strangled. <laughs> he really hates running. <laughs> no fair. That's how I feel when I have to run for anything. <clears throat> you reach the queue for the wheel and lean against the makeshift, makeshift railing to catch your breath. You hadn't realised that the wheel was so far from your starting position. Jared appears from amidst the throng of people. His face is red and he's out of breath too. You climb into the chair and the bars pull down over you. The carriage rocks uneasily as the wheel rotates. Wow. Everything is so pretty from up here, you comment, looking out over New Jersey and all. Yeah. Including you, Jared Grins. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You are so cheesy. You roll your eyes and laugh, poking him playfully. I prefer ham to cheese, but whatever. Jared shrugs with a smile. You're so hammy. <laughs> you are so hammy. That barely made sense, you giggle. Come here, you big weirdo, you say, and reach up to touch the smooth skin of his face. <laughs> Not hard, <laughs> like Frank's. <laughs> Smooth and soft. You lean in and kiss him, opening your mouth slowly. 
You deepen the kiss. Jared her hesitates momentarily before his tongue slips into your mouth and yours greets, <laughs> greets it with a massage. <laughs> your tongue with a massage. <laughs> just gonna... Uh... Oh, so disturbing. Were you Tina Belcher? As a child, were you Tina Belcher? Kind of. <laughs> Unused to proper full kisses from Jared, you savour his sweet taste, which reminds you of innocence for some reason. <laughs> oh my god. I, a 23-year-old woman, I'm gonna kiss this innocent man. <laughs> Oh, that's really disturbing. Yeah, it tastes like innocence. How old is he? Are you old enough to kiss? I'm very confused. I, I'm, I'm not, I haven't had enough drink to, to like... Oh, I need to drink forever. He simply smiles when you part and then wraps his arm around you. You snuggle against his black t-shirt, inhaling the concert smell from it. This was such a thing when I was a teenager that like when you went to a concert, because I went to my first concert when I was like 13. It was The Offspring. um, Like my first rock concert yeah. um i had been to see take that previously and christina aguilera <laughs> <laughs> but i remember like concert smell being a thing like you'd come home and your clothes would smell yeah. of sweat yeah but you and your friends would be like oh my god concert smell off yeah. this t-shirt and that's that's and what everything that is would smell super gross because it was disgusting yeah. but yeah you'd be like i was smell i just of that had concert. To, yeah. <laughs> and like it was like fucking dry ice and sweat <laughs> that was the two things it smelled like and like smoke from, from the pyrotechnics mm. It was vile, but yeah, since seeing that's the thing. Concert smell. Also, like, he smells like concert smell. How many days after coming off tour? Have you well, showered yet? The next thing she says is, you know, you really should wash your clothes, you joke. <laughs> Being meaning to get around to that, he laughs, and you enjoy the view for the remainder of the Ferris wheel ride. Wow. Okay, it's getting exciting. This switches now to Frank's point of view. Oh, okay, this is very unprecedented. <laughs> what was it about her? I thought. As I peeked a look from behind the curtains, she and Jared walked out to the street, talking easily, and I could tell they both liked each other. Why did it hurt? <laughs> this is so emo. <laughs> I don't understand why my heart is breaking in half. It's so hard to be made. <laughs> I stared down at my bed, where the sleeping blonde lay. Her hair enveloped the pillow, and her almost anorexic frame was laid out neatly. Jesus Christ, body shaming <laughs> Laid out neatly. Sorry, was she dead? <laughs> I just killed a blonde last night. Uh, yeah, it's fine. She was beautiful. You necrophile. <laughs> in the most conventional way. Tall, thin, blonde, blue eyes. And the best part was, she liked me. That type usually did. But as I took a final look at their retreating figures, I felt a sudden rush of resentment for Jared and a feeling I doubt I've ever felt before. Jealousy. <laughs> Frank, you are a fucking mess. <laughs> Rain was beautiful, but most unlike the statuesque blonde resting in my bed, Rain was striking or something with her black Not and... Not like other girls. <laughs> exactly. With her black and blue hair and tendency to wear black and blue clothes... Not to mention those amazing blue contact lenses she always wore. How did he know they were contacts? Because they were electric blue. <laughs> they weren't fooling no one. <laughs> she was more down to earth than all the other girls I dated. She wasn't afraid of having fun in case she broke her nail. Maybe that was what I liked about her so much. 
Or maybe it was the fact that she was a challenge. She didn't simply hop into bed with me like the rest. She made me wait. I, I hate him. I want to vomit on him. I'm just so <laughs> I hate both of them. Yeah. Like, honestly, Corey is the best person in this. <laughs> yeah. And even then, his behavior is not great either. So <laughs> Something else that made her challenging was the fact that she likes Jared too. They made a cute, cozy couple, but I didn't want that. I wanted to be with her. The blonde in my bed stirred. Morning, Frank, she smiled, getting She's out. Not dead. Good. Good. <laughs> she smiled, getting out of my bed naked and pulling on her tiny articles of clothing. <laughs> Just tiny articles, nondescript articles of clothing. <laughs> Exhibit A, <laughs> she is not dead. As I leaned with my back against the window, she came to kiss me. I was definitely not in the mood to humour her, so gave her a quick peck on the lips and told her I was busy today before rushing her out of my house, promising to call her. Knowing I never would. Oh my god, Frank, you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I grabbed some cereal from the cupboard and sat chomping away as Mikey stumbled down the stairs looking drained. Was that another girl you were with last night? He asked, shaking his head. Yeah, trouble is, I can't even remember her name. Frank. I responded honestly. And the funny part was, I didn't even feel guilty. You are a shithead. <laughs> like... Everybody is so problematic. <laughs> Back to normal POV. Jared wins you a giant multicolored lollipop at a stall and you walk hand in hand throughout the fairground singing loudly some random lollipop song. You're content just to walk around for a while and eventually re you return back to his house. There are two options for that. There's the lollipop, lollipop or the used song. You know, uh, is it the used? They did a cover of it. She licks me like a lollipop. Like a lollipop. You know the other one? I'll stick it on the playlist. Is that Lil Wayne? Is, is that... it? I don't know. I'm going to up. All right. <laughs> okay, we just Googled it and it's not the used. It was a cover of the Lil Wayne song by Framing Hanley, which I had heard maybe when I was like 14 or 15 and I was obsessed with the song, even though it's the worst. The lyrics are terrible. It's horrendous. Her but ass <laughs> jumped like jerp, jerp. <laughs> You thought you know, this was the worst thing you ever you heard. Know, I well, touch your lovely lady lumps. <laughs> you thought my humps was bad. You haven't heard this song, but um, that was the version I grew up knowing. So when I later on heard the Lil Wayne version, I was like, "That's what this song is supposed to be." So either you were singing lollipop, lollipop, or this, or my boy lollipop. Do -do -do -do. That's also valid. I don't know what she was singing. It was not specified. Right. You're content just to walk around for a while, and eventually you return back to his house. Only problem is, Frank might be here. Jared bites his lip. He does live there, so... <laughs> you know, probably. It's okay. If we hang out more often, I'm going to be seeing him around a lot, you reply, although tensing every muscle in your body as Jared unlocks the door. I hope we hang out more, Jared says with a sweet smile. Frank and Mikey are sprawled in front of the movie Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back, with a giant pizza resting between them. They nod their hellos, and then you and Jared sit down. Seeing as there's only one other chair in the room, you end up curled up together. You rest your head easily against Jared's chest, inhaling his scent and basking in the warmth that is rising through his t-shirt. I like, like, Rain is a fucking asshole. like, to be she, fair. Yeah, she is. So, oh, Frank, I feel so bad. I'm just going to curl up here on Jared's lap like, and I'm going to smell his concert smell. <laughs> his warm, sweat. warm concert smell. 
he's just like, oh, I can't decide which one of you like, so I'm just gonna like lick each of yours face in front of the other until I decide. We're gonna kiss like mad until I figure out which one I want to be with. <laughs> and I'm gonna make it really obvious in front of the other person. I feel like out of all of them, Corey is probably the best, even though he's still toxic. Jared, <laughs> he's a cock block. Them, yeah, he is. He's horrendous. But Jared, out of the two of them, is better. But he needs to get some fucking self confidence, like really bad. Have some mouths. <laughs> yeah, just Jared. Come on, believe in yourself more. Everyone is terrible. But Rain is also, like, she is terrible and as she's well, so <laughs> there's no winners. When the credits roll and there's only a solitary cold pizza slice left, Mikey goes upstairs to get ready for a date. Like, everybody in this is just, like, mad for dates. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's a woman or a man. Like, they're I just, just, I want a date. <laughs> all they do is date, hook up, they just want somebody so bad. <laughs> and you, Jared and Frank are left in an uneasy silence. Um, Rain, I have to talk to you. Frank cuts the silence. I'll make coffee. Jared quickly excuses himself from the room. <laughs> I'll make unspecified beverage. But like, I mean, why would he even let them? That's yeah. like, he'd be like, yeah, okay, no problem. I'm just gonna leave the room. Like, are you okay, hon? Rain, there's no easy way to say this, but I really like you. I know I acted like a prick before, but you've got to give me a second chance. I mean- No, she doesn't. I've always had it easy with girls. So I thought I could take you for granted, but honestly, you're the most amazing girl I've ever met. He finishes and inhales a deep breath. On Based on what evidence? That's what they I They know each know. other like... Four seconds. She <laughs> literally kissed him because she was dating his friend. And he's like, that's amazing. I want that too. Everyone is terrible. Like, if you don't like girls who want, like, don't want to break their nails or who are blonde... Date somebody else, Frank, for fuck's sake. I'm just writing all these blondes, but I, I hate them all. Like, I don't know why this keeps happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, are they, are they're all called Tiffany. I don't know why. Frankie, you barely know me, and I barely know you. Find me some sense from somebody. You honestly can't think I'm so great if you found another girl ten minutes after I left, you cry. You don't want to be mad at Frank. You look at him. His beautiful eyes are staring at you, and you can see the emotion behind them. He means what he said. You want to grab him and kiss him passionately before marching him upstairs to forgive him. Wow. <laughs> forgive him like a lollipop, though. Oh gosh. Jared walks into the room with three steaming mugs of the black liquid. <laughs> That's the most emo thing I ever wrote. The black liquid. <laughs> steaming black coffee. Also, three mugs with he holding the third one in his third hand. Like, how is this? One's between his teeth. <laughs> and you sip it. <laughs> Frank looks at you for a final time and then leaves the room. I take it things didn't go so smoothly. Jared notes, sitting down. You shake your head. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> like, you know, Jared's like, well, you know, you have your chat. If you are in love, you just have a little talk. I'll leave the room. It's totally fine. fine. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> He's very understanding. <laughs> She's like, this is okay. You lie in bed and toss and turn. Your head is spinning. You have silly dreams about Jared and Frank having a duel. The demon child from hell also keeps popping into your head and you can't help but feel sorry for him. Stuck with Mick and your mom who are probably arguing their heads off. <laughs> <laughs> my god, my head fell off because they argued. They're so arguing much. their heads off. We're kissing like mad. <laughs> I hate arguments. <laughs> well, he'll only be gone another few days. You awaken and walk downstairs, loving the freedom of being able to walk around the house at 3am without worrying about waking anyone. You pour yourself a glass of water and lean against the table, sipping the cool, refreshing drink. 
Your head is aching from lack of sleep and you can't wait to get your head back on your pillow. We're going to work, Rain. <laughs> it's been like Do you have eight. a job, yes or no? <laughs> a knock at the door makes you drop the glass with fright and it shatters all over the floor, sending a pool of cold water sliding under your feet. Crap! You yell angrily. <laughs> You're too pissed off to be worried about who would be calling at such an ungodly hour. You answer the door and are shocked to see Frank standing there. He looks tired. Black bags are hanging under his eyes and his jaw hanging. is slightly stubbly. What? You begin, but he silences you and walks past you into your house. Bad time, he asks, as he sees the smashed glass and puddle of water on the floor. <laughs> oh, it's 3am, it's not a good time. Ooh, you have a mess to clean up? Is this a bad time for me to talk to you? I am the mess to clean up. Sorry, that's almost a metaphor. Anyway, <laughs> you just shrug, willing him to state why he's here so you can go to bed and rest your aching head. As an aside, I wrote, wow, that rhymed. <laughs> Listen, Rain, I couldn't sleep. I have to hear you say that you don't want me. I want those exact words from your lips. Then I'll leave you alone, I promise. He stares at you intently, but the emotions in his eyes are unreadable. Look, Frankie. Why, like, when did she adopt Frankie? Like, Look, what? buddy. <laughs> I don't know what I want. You're about to begin pacing around the kitchen, but the cool water seeps into your bare foot and you remember that there is glass everywhere. <laughs> oh, good. Safety first. <laughs> I mean, when I'm with Jared, I want him. And when I'm with you, I want you. You wipe your eyes confusedly. I, d uh, I don't know. I just... Uh, <laughs> my eyes. My eyes. <laughs> but when Jared and I are sitting beside each other, who do you want? Or, if Jared and I were hanging off a cliff, which would you save? Frank, can or, you stop it? <laughs> Frank is desperate for a straight answer. One, you can't give. Frankie, it's 3am. It's been a long night. I need sleep. I don't want to make a decision that I'll regret. You look at him and watch his shoulders droop. I'm sorry, you say, and hug him, feeling the warmth of his body radiate through his hoodie, just like with Jared earlier on. <laughs> it's weird. So All humans are warm. <laughs> So they have so much in common <laughs> oh my god they're the same they're both boys they both are warm and they both wear clothes I'm just amazed I need one no I'm sorry I'm making this hard for you I'd give up and let Jared have you but I can't do that I like you too much to just give you away he bows his head like she's property like oh my god I Why have is this, this a prized camel <laughs> I, I like you. I can't give you to Jared. <laughs> then he'd have my prize camel and I'd be really sad. I need a camel. Frankie, you press your hand softly to his cheek and he looks up. His eyes show weakness and woe. Weakness? <laughs> Emotion equals weakness. He leans in and softly kisses you on the lips. The tin of his lip ring is still as cold as ever. Tin. <laughs> He's wearing tin lip ring. Oh my oh god. god, is that a thing you can buy? Can you buy a tin not. lip ring? It doesn't sound hygienic. No. And you savour the contrast between his warm lips and icy piercing. <laughs> Why is so cold all the time? You obviously assumed metal is cold, therefore his lip is freezing on one side only all the time. It was literally like my dream to kiss a boy who had a lip piercing. I just thought... I don't even know what I thought, but I just thought that was, that was the ultimate. Like, 
Actually, when I first started going out with Michael, my aunt you texted only did me. it because he had a lip ring. Well, yeah, obviously that was the, that was <laughs> the only whole thing. Reason. Yeah, the only reason he face piercing. So I was like, ah, yes, no. Um, my aunt, who I don't see very often, but she texted me to be like, does it not get in the way? And I was like, what? <laughs> no context. Just does it not get in the way? And I went, what? And she goes, the lip ring. I assume you're not just holding hands. And I was like, what the fuck is she talking about? Then I realized she meant kissing. And I was like, no, it didn't. <laughs> and she went, oh, that's all right then. And that was the end of the conversation. Just needed to clarify. And, uh, I was like, what exactly are you asking me here? Does it get in the way of what activity? She meant kissing. At least she meant kissing. Yeah. It could have been worse. Yeah. You cling to the back of his hoodie and slowly open your mouth. His tongue slips in. <laughs> it falls. And it along with your tongue, reenact the dream duel between Frank and Gerard. That seems really violent. <laughs> After a moment or so of this engrossing kiss, Frank pulls away and looks into your contactless hazel eyes. Rain, I... I think I'm falling in love with you. You've known her for four seconds, Frank! <laughs> oh my God! Will we do chapter four? I think we should do chapter four. We should stay here forever. And I hope it never ends. <laughs> It does end, don't worry. <laughs> Chapter four. You stare into Frank's eager eyes after he says the words and feel like melting internally. You wonder if it's a cheap ploy to get you into bed, but you can see the sincerity in his eyes. You doubt he has ever honestly said those words to a girl before. Please. You feel truly honoured. <laughs> I'm so honored. You know when someone looks at you and they're like, I love you, and you're like, I'm honoured. Yeah. <laughs> Will you go out with me, he asks. His calloused hand stroking your cheek softly. His big, I just keep imagining a big block hand now. I just want to know what, like, you were like, oh, the hand that holds the fucking, like, the neck of the guitar that is also covered in, like, scars. It's, yeah, that's... Yeah. I knew nothing. You notice the gentle curve of his lips. The shining metal ring coiled around them. Coiled. You watch the gentle flickering of his eyelids as he watches you. We're just doing all the watching. No, you reply frankly. Frankly, get it? <laughs> LOL. I literally have an aside that says frankly, get it? LOL. <laughs> what? What? He stutters, shoving his hands in his pockets and looking away embarrassedly. I can't go out with you, Frankie. I think I'm in love with Gerard. You smile to yourself, looking at the ground in disbelief at what you just said. Oh my God, I can't believe I just said that. Can Realization you I just said that? sets in. I better go home then. Frank mutters and turns on his heel. The second the door closes, you rush to your phone and dial Jared's cell phone number. He answers a few minutes later, half asleep. A few minutes? How long did that ring for? <laughs> I dialed him seven times. <laughs> Jared! You gasp. Let's meet up. Um, now? He grumbles groggily. Why, yes, now! You almost yell in excitement. Right, give me ten minutes, he mutters, hanging up. Nobody has jobs. Nobody has... <laughs> Everyone can meet at any time of the night. It's all fine. Everything's good. <laughs> no one sleeps. She hasn't heard from Corey in fucking days, even though every Worst night he's like, Hey, ever... Rain, come hang out with me at 3am. All of a sudden that stops. He's like, ah, she has somebody else now. Better." But also, he rang her at 3am to go for a walk on the night. It just so happened that she was up that night. And then the same happened where she just happened to be getting a glass of water from the kitchen when Frank called to the door yeah. at that exact moment. <laughs> <laughs> How? Is it a bad time though? It's, they're all telepathic. They all know. Oh my god, they She's must be awake. awake. Nobody like, sleeps. No. <laughs> nobody sleeps, nobody works, nobody does anything. 
You happily hop upstairs and grab your black jeans and an electric blue hoodie. You apply lots of eyeliner Shocker. and blue eyeshadow before hopping down the stairs two at a time and rushing to meet up with Jared. He's already at the park gate when you approach and is resting against the entrance tiredly. His hair is messier than usual and hanging in his beautiful face. It's of just hanging. It is. Just wash your hair. Have a shower. <laughs> it's 4.30am. This better be good, he groans when you greet him. Oh, it is. You reply and grab him in a warm kiss. He seems taken aback, but then gently rests his hands on your lower back as the kiss becomes more zealous. <laughs> Just have a kiss with zeal. <laughs> you going home to your boyfriend later and be like, do you want to kiss with zeal? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way I'd kiss. <laughs> you gently pull away and he smiles down at you. What's this all about, he asks, continuing to hold you against him. I... I'm in love with you, you reply brazenly. Oh my god. Oh, he sounds shocked. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Well, that's cool. Because I'm in love with you too, bitch, he adds, for a comical effect. <sighs> I love how 14-year-old you, writing fan fiction, still back then, also couldn't express your feelings very well. So you were like, that's what he would say. Bitch. That's what I would say, Bitch. Someone says they love me. I'm like, yeah, bitch, obviously. <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> That's just what, this is what you sound like. Every time someone says they love me, I'm like, cool. So anyway. <laughs> yeah, cool, yeah. yeah. Cool. I got to go. You sit in KFC again, chomping on some popcorn chicken again. Don't you ever chomps. <laughs> it's not popcorn. <laughs> I'm talking to Jared. It's been two weeks since your confession of love outside the park at 4.30 a.m. The tension in your house is ever mounting and you escape with Jared as often as you can. Move in with him. You <laughs> might as well. Please leave. So how's Mikey, you ask, sipping your cola? Not great. He really liked Kira, but I suppose not everything works out how you want it to in the end. He looks at you with a serious expression and you can see that there is a deep meaning behind those words. <laughs> what were the meanings? What was the meaning? <laughs> oh dear. And how's Frank doing, you ask, feeling weird. Uh, three girlfriends after the rejection from you. All blonde, all anorexic, all brain dead. Jesus Christ! Oh my God! <laughs> so problematic. I apologise to everybody. <laughs> He's a fucking psycho when it comes to picking girls. Awesome. <laughs> it just, it just, they just keep coming. Oh my God. Except, Baby Danny. <laughs> except when he wanted you. Jared gently touches your face and kisses you softly on the lips. What a romantic thing to say. The guy only likes anorexic psychos, but he also liked me. <laughs> that wasn't just, part of the story. That was I just, it. Yeah, everything about all of that is problematic. So, you all need therapy. It's so problematic and I apologize. <laughs> just, wow. You're too sweet, you know that. You smile at him. So, you coming over tonight? Both the guys are going on dates and I'll be all by my lonesome. He puts on a cute face and bats his eyelashes. Yeah, okay. Once there's a good movie involved, you tilt your head slightly. Uh, how about the Rocky Horror Show, he suggests. If you'll dress up, you bargain. Just put on my fishnets, PRV. <laughs> uh, no, it's okay. I think Mikey has Bambi. You both laugh. Well, I better head home. I gotta babysit the demon monster from hell for the afternoon. But I'll call over at about eight, okay? okay. Stop saying okay. okay. You're the most annoying person in the world. You excuse yourself from the table. Yeah, sure, that's cool. Good luck. Jared stands up and gives you a brief kiss before you leave the cosy fast food restaurant. 
cozy has KFC ever been described as cozy ever before in the history of the sterile story. and yeah. white and red and yeah. there's nothing cozy about it's it so cozy you get so pissed off at Richie that you feel like actually sitting on him <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> babysitting 101 I'd like to point out I literally never knew a child until I had a child so this is fiction <laughs> this is fiction <laughs> I do she not has sit children. on my own child <laughs> Calling all right now. Pat's litter the kitchen floor, but he has given up on his attempted at drum playing. That's so funny because Indy loves to play the drums with the pots, <laughs> and this was made up. And instead begins to knock all the chairs in the kitchen over. Richie, you yell, but to no avail. He lets out a giddy evil laugh and then tips the garbage bin over, causing an eruption of smelly potato peels and empty plastic containers. Richie, I'll um give you some chocolate if you stop. You practically beg. Yay, he yells and grabs the bar from your hand before rushing into the living room. <laughs> you shove all the pots and pans back in the cupboard, upturn all the chairs and then shudder as you pick up the litter and put it back in the garbage can. The silence from the living room creeps you out so you rinse your hands before heading into the living room, cringing at what you might see. It was an accident, Richie sniffs as your mouth gapes open. The creamy beige suite is covered in sticky brown pictures of stick men and a small pile of brown sits on a cushion. <laughs> Richie, what is that? You bellow, pointing at the cushion. Um, I got sick. He sticks a chocolate finger in his mouth innocently and you just feel like collapsing onto the ground in tears. But like, who has a two-year-old and a fucking white suede suite of yeah, furniture? No. Like, As someone with a one-and-a-half-year-old, definitely not me. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like, very apt in like, how children are, which I'm very impressed with because I literally did not know any children yeah, at this so you were stage just like, in my this life. Is probably I made it, this yeah. up and it's completely it's accurate. accurate to life. <laughs> I still find crisps. Like, whenever <laughs> Danny brings Indy over here, we have crisps and Indy really likes crisps, but she crushes them. She also likes crushing crisps into carpets for fun. <laughs> like, she'll take one, chew it, and then smush it into the carpet. So every so often I'm like, oh yeah, that's one of Indy, Indy's crisps. It's very amusing. It makes me happy. I don't own this place, so I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> more wine. Is that yes more? Yeah. <laughs> it is for me. Yeah. After you've sterilized the cushion, scrubbed the sofa until your fingers bled, and cleaned Richie up, your mother and Mick arrive home. Good job, your mother comments, surveying the spotless house, and you just groan internally. You rush upstairs, change into a short black skirt, ripped blue tights, and a blue mesh top over a black strap top, and then you pull on your boots. You add some makeup and wave to your mom, telling her you'll probably be home late. Jared answers the door almost immediately, and you step inside. He's closed the curtains in the sitting room and has the movie ready to be played. A black blanket covers the sofa and the food on the table is all black and blue. It's a rain-themed night, he grins. And you just laugh. Because <laughs> what else do you say to that? <laughs> you curl up, eating your blue and black food. Licorice, Dr. Pepper, uh, blue stuff. Misk. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you watch the movie, singing along to all the songs. Uh, not Bambi songs, Rocky Horror Show songs. You watch it even though Jared is a sport. That's you look, fine. <laughs> you look good enough to eat tonight, Jared compliments, and you grin and kiss him. He returns this advance with soft kisses. Come He's here. very soft. He's very, everything is soft. Come here. He takes your hand and silently leads you upstairs. Your heart begins to thump. You know he's bringing you upstairs to have sex, but you're a virgin. <laughs> you're 23. 23 year old lady. 
<laughs> not, no, hang on. Not that, like, being 23 and a virgin is a problem. It's just uh, given that she's like, I'm not like other girls. I'm just going to kiss everybody. It's fine. Oh, my God. I'm a virgin? You're like, it, just, it doesn't track. I, I don't know why. I feel like every story I wrote in my teenage years, the girl was always a virgin. Like, it was always her first time. She never had sex before. And I don't know it was a why fanfic. it was a thing. It was a fanfic trope. And especially, like, when you're 14 and you're like, well, that would obviously be a big deal. Because there's so much pressure was put on your first time. And then, like, no time was considered after that. So, of course, the first time you have sex with, like, a new boyfriend, it would have to be the first time. Because otherwise, who cared? Even yeah. though people do care. Anyway, she was a virgin. <laughs> anyway. You've never mentioned this to anyone before. Even Corey thinks you've slept with past boyfriends. You don't want to screw up your chance with Jared. You don't want him to think you're crap. You want to make up an excuse. <laughs> I might be a bit crap. <laughs> Sorry, if we have sex, I might be a bit crap. <laughs> I preface all my sex with that. <laughs> Do you want to have sex? Might be crap. <laughs> You want to make up an excuse about having your period or something, but you are awestruck. Awestruck as you enter the room. Awestruck. <laughs> oh, reminds me of my first time, not really. <clears throat> blue and black candles dot the room, and blue and black fake petals adorn the bed. <laughs> I just want to die. If, somebody... like, sorry, if someone did that for me I would just laugh so much like I couldn't take it seriously <laughs> no. first time or not I yeah, would be I like would be are like, you okay hon you're a serial killer yeah. please <laughs> mine hunter come quickly <laughs> Jared switches on the stereo and him plays softly in the background it's so romantic <laughs> like, it was like my dream like if some boy would play me him and we could have sex to it I was like that is the most romantic thing of my life <laughs> It actually never happened, now that I think about it. Unless I've blocked it out. Could have happened too. <clears throat> Do you want to? Jared asks, walking up to you, taking your hands gently and standing mere centimetres away from you, it's gazing really into your close. eyes. It's very close. <laughs> mere centimetres, Courtney. <laughs> yeah, you reply bravely, and Jared kisses you lightly on the forehead. You want to tell him that you are completely inexperienced, but are afraid he'll sneer at you being a 23-year-old virgin. 23-year-old virgin. <laughs> he leads you to the bed and sits you down, kneeling in front of you. He begins to kiss you delicately on the lips. You open your mouth gently and greet his tongue. Letting stop, it... <laughs> stop greeting tongues. <laughs> letting them sway to the gentle music in the background. <laughs> I'm just going to put my undulating tongue in your mouth. Jared's hands dance around your back and he gently peels off your mesh top. You begin to get very nervous and tense up a bit. Relax, babe. He soothes. <laughs> hey, babe. <laughs> oh, he's so creepy. He soothes, removing your strap top and unhooking your bra. He gently kisses your bare torso. Then he pushes you gently back onto the bed and pulls off your skirt and tights in a swift swoop. <laughs> <laughs> anyone who has ever worn tights will tell you there is no such thing as a swift swoop. No, the only way I get them off is like... Like a toddler, I kind of like kick them. I can't, I can't do it any other way. It's not a sexy way. No. <laughs> you are beautiful, he admires, taking in your almost bare body. You are too distracted to reply as he whips off his t-shirt. His body is pale and you long to feel his skin against your own. He bends over you and begins to kiss you again. You finger his soft hair as his hands roam gently. <laughs> I thought that was going somewhere else. <laughs> you finger his bum hole. <laughs> Oh my god, stop! <laughs> this is a very mild fun fiction. I'd like to remind everyone. 
You finger his soft hair on his head. As his hands <laughs> <laughs> roam carefully over your naked chest, he slowly slips your underwear off and then pulls off his own, leaving you both completely naked. He lies on top of you and begins to leave a trail of kisses along your collarbone. Afterwards, you both lie sweating and breathing heavily in each other's arms. Cut scene. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to describe no penis. <laughs> Not again, anyway. I love you, you murmur, basking in the lingering, pleasurable feeling. I love you too, he returns, pecking you on the head. You awaken to the sound of distant giggling. You rub your eyes tiredly and find that you're in Jared's room. You feel his arms entwined around you and his gentle breath on the nape of your neck. The giggling continues. It is high-pitched and repetitive. Definitely female. Then you hear Frank laugh in reply. It's coming from downstairs. Suddenly, wide awake, you feel like getting up to mischief. Oh, you rain. are a... <laughs> rain, what's wrong with you? You just had weird sex to <laughs> had this really romantic first time with like yeah. the love of your life guy who's really into you and then you're like remember that other guy that I was kind of like maybe you might have been with him instead I'm gonna cause mischief I'm gonna go down and annoy him problematic problematic <laughs> you crawl out of bed and pull on your lady boxers my lady boxers <laughs> and strapped up before treading softly downstairs you find Franca and a blonde mm. oh curled up on the sofa, watching TV, and you strut in sexily. Oh. Hey, Frankie. <laughs> hey. <laughs> you come into bed, you ask seductively, resting your barely clothed body against the door frame. Oh, you've had sex once now, and now suddenly you're like... <laughs> now she's a sex machine. <laughs> you watch his jaw fall open. Who is that? The blonde almost spits. Why? What a silly question. I'm his girlfriend. You swagger over and perch yourself on Frank's lap. The blonde makes a disgusted noise and marches out of the house. You slide off Frank's lap and sit beside him wearing a cheeky grin. What the? He is still shocked. You shrug. Feeling mischievous? You wait for Frank's anger to surface. You know you're... <laughs> you know you are the funniest girl I've ever met, he says with a warm smile. <laughs> That's he... hilarious. <laughs> he leans in to kiss you. Be you jump up from your seat. Love to stay and chat, but I've got a gorgeous naked man upstairs waiting for me. You give Frank a sorry smile before practically flying upstairs and curling up in Jared's embrace. Rain is the worst person She's that horrible. ever existed. That's so bad. <laughs> what and an like, absolute asshole. Like messing with Frank if he was just kind of like taunting you or whatever, but like you have moved on. You are only hurting Jared. What's wrong with you, Rain? You are she a is. bitch. <laughs> Like, I don't know why I thought this was okay when I wrote it. Like, I'm really concerned for myself. Obviously, I had no relationship or no, yeah. like, experience with guys. But, like, why did I think that that was cool to it, do? It was. It was just that, like, not like other girls. Like, oh, guys get to act like this. So, like, a cool girl acts like this as well. I never acted like this, just so you all know. No. <laughs> this is rain. This is fiction. <laughs> Your heart is thumping a thousand miles per second. And not just from the run upstairs. You wanted to kiss Frank, but your senses kicked in at the last minute. You felt proud of yourself for resisting temptation. Oh my but, god. <laughs> but part of you regretted pulling away, longing to feel his icy lip ring and taste his kiss. The fucking icy lip ring. I miss that cold. Just eat some ice, Rain, and get over it. You okay, hon? <laughs> Americanism, Americanism, Americanism. You okay, hon? <laughs> Gerard mumbles drowsily. 
Yeah, fine, you reply, previously unaware that he was awake. I love you, he murmurs softly into your hair. I love you too, you answer honestly, but a flicker in your brain warns that maybe he's not the only one. At breakfast the following morning, you feel really awkward as Frank keeps staring at you. He tries to cover it up whenever you glance at him, but you can see him from the corner of your eye. Juice, Jared offers, and you gulp back the fruity liquid quickly. Fruity liquid cannot just be a drink. It doesn't have to be. It's a black liquid. liquid. It's a fruity liquid. It's a cool, refreshing drink. (laughs) Just fucking drink it. It's fine. I drink the juice. We're switching now to Jared's point of view. Oh, okay. Frank is being so obvious, blatantly staring at Rain. I feel defensive. She is my girlfriend. And I suppose part of me is scared that she'll run off with him. I mean, he's better looking, smooth talking, and a hit with the ladies. Jesus Christ. (laughs) What am I against? Get better friends, Jared. (laughs) Like, you don't have to live with him. He can live somewhere else. What am I against him? I'm nothing. I'm completely inferior. Go to therapy. (laughs) I fucking hate it. I hate my paranoia too. I stare at Rain's pretty face, fresh and makeup-free. She radiates her friendly, carefree glow, even first thing in the morning. She's not friendly. She is horrible. <laughs> she, is she is a horrible person. Yeah, she's horrendous. And now we switch to Frank's point of view. Breakfast is eaten in silence. Everyone is lost in their own thoughts. I can't draw my eyes away from Rain and Jared. And Jared is crucifying me with his gaze. I was so shocked last night when Rain scared Courtney off. Oh my god! It was me all along! I am the blonde! It was so funny, and I suppose it gave me fresh hope that she still liked me. I mean, she obviously didn't want me to be with another girl. I thought she wanted me to make a move on her, but when I tried to kiss her, she pulled away. She has me so confused. She's sending out all kinds of weird vibes. Again, I am amazed at how much I like her. All I want to do is hold her in my arms. With every other girl, it's simply sex. But Rain is different. I feel so used. She has a hold over me. Sorry, Courtney, you're simply sex. I feel so unloved and used. Oh, I love that you appeared in my fan way <laughs> like, before I ever met you. Yeah. I was just trying to find like some bimbo name, you know? Thanks. Yeah. I just picked Courtney. Like... <laughs> oh my God, Courtney. Courtney. Well, now we're back to Rain's point of view. You devour your final slice of toast. I better go get dressed, you excuse yourself, and as you walk away, you feel the guy's eyes burn into your back. Well, your ass. (laughs) Just look at me, look at my ass as I walk away. (laughs) The tension had been unbearable. You get dressed and washed your face in the bathroom. As you emerge, you're greeted by Frank. Hey, he says, trying to act natural, but failing miserably. You step back, terrified that he's going to try to kiss you again. Um, hi, you mumble, averting his gaze. His gaze, not your gaze. Jared saunters upstairs, looks at you both standing in such close proximity, and storms into his room. What's up with Dracula, Frank sneers. (laughs) You're also in the emo band. What's wrong with you? You shrug and follow Jared into his room. The walls are painted in pitchfork red, but the drawn curtains give the appearance of almost pitch blackness. It's so emo. It's like my room is three tears. (laughs) (laughs) It's in a song, okay? Okay, I... Stole an MCR song. Jared is parked on the bed with his head in his hands. Are you okay, you ask, placing a caring hand on his back. Rain, is there something going on between you and Frank? His eyes portray hurt and sadness. No, you almost choke. I wish I could believe you. He hangs his head. Jared, you have to listen to me because I'm telling you the truth. I mean this. I'm not cheating. Trust me. I hate you. 
Are you going to burst into song now, he sneers, and you grab him in a tight hug. Jared, I love you. I love you too, he assures gently, before kissing you tenderly on the lips. And I'm glad that by reciting MCR lyrics, he suddenly believed her. Yes. She said it in a song, so it has to be true. (laughs) And now we're switching back to Frank. I listen to them from my position outside the door. Okay, freak. (laughs) Jared doesn't trust her. And they've only been dating two weeks. Surely it's a sign that it won't last between them. But as they make up and kiss, my heart breaks. There has to be something I can do to show Rain how much I care. You are a terrible man. (laughs) End scene. (laughs) Oh, did we end it there? Yeah, I think we can end it there. I think we can. Okay. End my life here. (laughs) Cool. So that was... Is it cool? (laughs) I don't know. So that was harrowing. That was... um, Thank you. It was deep. It was deep. It was meaningful. It explored a lot of beliefs we may have held in our in our youth that we don't have anymore um, many problematic beliefs <laughs> many confusing beliefs about kissing and sex and lip rings um problematic men and problematic men and yeah. women and women Rain is yeah. equally problematic yeah she is that's not very feminist behavior of you um we can all agree that courtney has always been <laughs> an interesting name <laughs> preppy girl name preppy girl, yeah anorexic yeah, just <laughs> just bizarre it's such a like that was such a thing though wasn't it it was like they were all like he's in like somebody who was thin it was like oh, you're so anorexic and you're like but it, it was like mean girls it was like every movie at the time it was like you're blonde you're like teeny tiny anorexic like yeah they, it was a thing yeah and like that was like a body type that yeah. people aspired to be even though like everybody else was like oh, you're whatever and you're like that's not a body type that just doesn't make any sense it's not okay <laughs> Um, and all of those people needed therapy really yes. badly yeah. <laughs> just so badly probably I needed therapy for Biden <laughs> <laughs> probably not gonna lie a little bit <laughs> that was thank you for that <laughs> it was something it was something thank you so much for joining us on this episode um, next thanks week, for having me in Dark Basement HQ yeah you got to see how we are how dark it is in the basement <laughs> yeah, HQ <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty dark um, we're not gonna have a normal episode next week next week is gonna probably be um, just a little something um, and then we'll be back to normal in October and Claude will be back and um, we won't subject you to another friend fiction because <laughs> that was interesting but if you really enjoyed that you can follow Danny at the rebel lipstick is it that rebel lipstick? I think it's the rebel lipstick on Instagram but just rebel lipstick on Twitter because of the characters cool so you can you can see how she lives her life now it's, it's, it's not the same like no. honestly if you like that fan fiction I don't think you're gonna like me like, <laughs> I don't compare the two no but if you want to see what she's up to you can follow us at kids me yesterday pod on instagram on tumblr and um if you want to email us we're at kids me yesterday pod at gmail.com and if you want to follow us on instagram it's at kids from why day pod um yeah so thank you so much for listening um we will catch you very soon Bye. Bye.